I'm Tani Beardall. This is Becoming, a podcast for teens. Episode number five, Gratitude. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. I'm your host, Tawny Beardall. I will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. you guys doing? I bet you are getting ready for fall break to come. We are on track break with my kids so it's kind of been nice to not really have a schedule and be a little bit lazy although it's made it really hard to get anything done. I want to get to the subject today. It's one of my favorites. I know it's kind of cliche that I'm going to be talking about gratitude in November but how could I not? Gratitude is honestly the most life-changing attribute that we can obtain. There are some amazing studies done that I wish I had way more time to dive further into. But I'll just tell you that I read a ton of research that tells us that people who have a great sense of gratitude in their lives have less health problems, more friends and better relationships. They even sleep better. Gratitude can help you have a more successful career. It increases your energy level and makes you happier. And it can even help you live longer. Who doesn't want all of those things? Gratitude is the foundation to all other positive qualities and virtues. Today, I'm excited to share with you what I've discovered about gratitude and its importance. My favorite quote that I found while I was studying this topic says, If you look to others for fulfillment, you will never be fulfilled. If your happiness depends on money, you will never be happy with yourself. Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. End quote. Isn't that awesome? That quote was written by, you guys are going to laugh at me because I do not know how to pronounce this. Leo Tzu? It's L-A-O-T-Z-U. I just love it, especially that last line. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. It's awesome. So that doesn't sound like gratitude just happens when you have a great life, does it? No, it's available to anyone who chooses to be grateful. No matter what the circumstance, we can create this happiness within our lives even if we have been through something tragic or don't have a particularly easy life. I want to help you find ways to make this way of life a reality in your life today. My mom suggested this awesome book called Attitudes of Gratitude. It's written by MJ Ryan. I am finally listening to my mom after all of these years. I wish I really would have realized that she does know what she's talking about when I was your age. I think it would have made life a little easier for me. Anyhow, in this book, she says, Gratitude creates happiness because it makes us feel full and complete. Gratitude is the realization that we have everything we need, at least in this moment. 
I love so much information from this book and adapted a lot of the things that we will talk about today from what I learned. Well, just like I talked about in our last episode, number four, numbing, I do feel like it's important that we first deal with our struggles head on instead of pushing down or avoiding them so we don't have to live in numbing. That really is no place to be. It's important to change and grow in those moments. So check out that episode if you haven't yet. You can learn how to find ways to overcome that state of mind so we can move on with our lives. I also think that it's important to understand how incredible our brains really are. All of us are free to change our minds and behaviors. When we change our way of thinking, our experiences will also change. Gratitude is a great way to start this change. We are all born with open minds. We have optimistic outlooks and an attitude to persevere. Think about when you were first learning to walk. I have a one-year-old son named Brody who is working hard to figure out this walking thing right now. It has been so much fun to watch his motivation. He takes a step, he falls, and then he gets right back up and takes another step and falls again. He keeps trying and he keeps trying. He doesn't sit there in self-defeat beating himself up for not doing it right or blaming his shoes or a bump in the carpet for his fall. He just gets right back up. He keeps trying and learning from what works or what hasn't worked until he gets it right. My favorite part is that big smile and confident look on his face when you know he is so proud of what he has accomplished. Sadly, I know he'll get older and he'll have to join this critical world where he will get schooled in all of his mistakes, where we naturally start to compare ourselves to others, where we can often feel inadequate and if not kept in check, we will feel the need to have more and more in our lives to always be reaching and never feel satisfied, feeling like we are just missing something. I'm super bummed to think that this hard life will be his reality someday soon, but it is just part of the process of learning and growing. I know that some of you have been through some horrible and hard things. Life can be cruel and difficult. We are often forced to struggle through some tough circumstances, but this is why gratitude is so powerful and so necessary. Do you want to live in those hard feelings and become cynical and unhappy? Or do we want to rise above and see that we are in charge of our own happiness? Gratitude helps us return to our natural state of happiness and optimism, just like my sweet son Brody. Gratitude helps us notice what's right in our lives instead of what's wrong. It helps us feel complete. I love this visual that MJ Ryan gives in her book. Gratitude helps us to be more like plants, which turn toward, not away, from the light, end quote. Like I said earlier, gratitude is the foundation or birthplace of all other positive emotions, like love, compassion, joy, and hope. Just try to focus on all those things that you are thankful for. While you are immersed in this, it will be impossible to feel anger, fear, or hate. The bitterness seems to just melt away. I promise you that if you can learn to live with gratitude, Joy will be your constant companion, and your life will be completely changed. So, how do we do this? Let's talk about this. We need to just start small. When it is hard to find things to be grateful for, just look around you and focus on the small things. Don't wish the time away or get stuck on that hamster wheel where you're always looking for more and never finding joy in the journey. Live in the moment. Look around you, like right now. Maybe even get out a piece of paper and a pencil and write a list. Give attention to appreciating the little things. You have the chance to go to school and to further your education. You have running water and a warm place to lay your head at night. 
You could focus on being thankful for food and that it's readily available to you and that you might have a kind and supportive family. When I'm low and I can't seem to find anything to be thankful for, I always go to nature. It helps to focus on the simple beauties of the world around you, like the change of a color in a fall leaf or the beauty of an individual snowflake, the sound and feeling of the ocean breeze or the magic of a rainbow or my very favorite, admiring the beauty of a sunset. God is the most incredible artist. The list could really go on and on. You just have to take a minute to decide to notice it. These small moments of gratitude can center your thoughts and put you in a place of peace, contentment, and happiness. There is graffiti on a wall in Berkeley, California that says, Mental sunshine will cause the flowers of peace, happiness, and prosperity to grow upon the face of the earth. Be a creator of mental sunshine. I love that visual. Take small moments out of your day to look for things to be grateful for. Let's create some mental sunshine. Gratitude is a natural antidepressant. You'll notice that when you start practicing this daily. Once you feel like noticing and being thankful for the small things in your life has become a regular routine, we can take the next step and start thinking bigger. Let's get more personal with our gratitude. Think about what you have accomplished today. Celebrate each feat, no matter what the size. We are often so focused on what we can't do and how we don't look and what talents we don't have that it gives us this tunnel vision. We can only see our problems, our difficulties and challenges. What if we chose to forget it all and just look at what we can do? You have gifts and abilities that have been given to you individually for a reason. After working with teenagers your age for years, I've noticed that it can be really hard for you to see these things in yourself. But I promise you they are there. You can choose to see and continue to develop them at any time. Even go ask a friend or family member to help you see these qualities in yourself. Think of the kind of friend you are, the kindness you show a stranger, your skills in sports or music, how you pitch in and help around the house, or think about how much you've grown and learned at school. If you are still struggling to come up with ideas, it can help you to think more fundamentally. You can walk, you can smell, taste, and hear. You have the ability to hold the door for someone, or can thank a teacher or a friend. Be thankful that you can be there for a sibling when they were going through something hard. This gratitude will make you feel amazing. It will widen your frame of vision. The tunnel vision that I talked about will just grow brighter and brighter and you will be able to ditch the overwhelming feelings of not being enough. This practice will undoubtedly create sunshine in your life. Okay, I want you to do this for me. Can you commit to practice this for one week? Only focus on your talents and abilities. Just look at the blessings in your life. It might be hard at first, but if a thought of self-doubt or self-belittlement comes to you, choose to let it go. Just throw it out. It's not welcome here this week. You can learn to filter that brain of yours to only accept what you want in there. And this week, it's only gratitude. I really want you to commit to this. I know that it will be so impactful and meaningful if you write these feelings down. Journal about what you are thankful for. Let's shoot for at least 10 different things a day. Once we've really focused on noticing the small magical moments in our lives, followed by being grateful for our bodies and their abilities and talents, we will notice something simple yet amazing. Suddenly the world seems a bit brighter. You will feel more positivity, a greater love and appreciation for those around you, 
and you will notice that your life is full of people that love you and want to support you. If you are struggling to feel that way right now, I want you to know that the more positive and brighter you are, the more you will attract that same caliber of people into your life in the future. You will quickly create that beautiful tribe that you desire. Okay, I've got one last challenge for you. It's really simple, but can be life-changing. Listen to this awesome story that I heard in a class that I'm taking right now. It will give us the last step in growing our gratitude and happiness. The story is called Two Words That Can Change Lives. It's written by Alice Dreschel, another name I can't pronounce, D-R-E-C-H-S-E-L. Okay, she says, I was a young missionary for my church in Ohio and heard a talk about saying thank you. Think of the things you are grateful for, the speaker said. Think of the people who have taught you, encouraged you, loved you, and made a positive difference in your life. Then he said, now think back. Have you told them that you are grateful for them and why? That is something that we each can and should do. Tell them in person, by phone, in a note, or in a letter. You can start today. Let's do it. Then she goes on to say, so I did it. That night, I thought about my life and asked Heavenly Father if there was someone I had never thanked who really affected my life for good. To my surprise, a name and face popped into my mind immediately. Mrs. Mickelson, my mom's friend. I'd known her all my life. She knew me only as my parents' youngest child. Without waiting, I wrote her a letter. I thanked her for being an important, good influence in my life and for being a gracious lady, always well-groomed and refined. I thanked her for her example to me. For years I had looked up to her and tried to be like her. I thanked her for all she had done for me. I mailed the letter, and then I forgot about it. When I returned from my mission, I gave a talk in church. Afterward, several people told me that they liked my talk, and then I found myself in a tight bear hug embraced from an older man who had tears on his cheek. I was amazed when I realized that it was Mr. Mickelson, for he was a reserved, dignified banker who rarely showed emotion. Seeing how shocked I was, he said, Let me explain something. My dear wife died several months ago, after being sick a long time. She became discouraged, feeling she had failed to make a difference in anyone's life. You have, I told her. You've been a wonderful wife and a mother and a friend. You've always served in your church. But everyone does that, she said. What have I ever done that I didn't have to do, that I wasn't assigned? And then your letter came. Mr. Mickelson said to me, she read it and wept, and read it and wept again and again. She kept it on the table by her bed so she could read it every day until she died. I'm sorry. It was a great comfort to her. I can never thank you enough for writing that letter. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. I can never thank you enough for writing her that letter. Alice Driscoll finishes by saying, I am grateful I wrote it. Do you have someone to thank? Whew. So I'm sure you figured out what my final challenge is to you. Do you think you could take a minute and think of someone who has impacted your life or supported you in something that meant a lot to you? We are all super busy and don't often take the time to properly show our love and gratitude. It could be an old coach or a teacher, one of your friend's parents, even a grandparent. Anyone who has touched your life for good how incredible will it feel when you take the time to send them that quick letter of appreciation, or at the very least, a thoughtful text message? Although I really think a handwritten note would be more impactful. It won't take much time out of your day, but it will greatly impact them. 
I know this will, without a doubt, strengthen your relationships or even change someone's life as it did for Mrs. Mickelson. Love changes the world. Remember that gratitude creates a sense of fullness. The more we show it, the more we will become.